For streaming, creating, gaming, and more, power your passions for less during Dell's exceptional cyber savings event. Enjoy up to $400 off stunning laptops like the XPS, along with high-performance desktops and next-level Alienware systems, redefining what's possible with 10th-gen Intel Core processors. Shop special prices on top-brand electronics and accessories, plus enjoy free shipping on everything. Don't forget to ask for Intel when you call 1-800-BUY-DELL. That's 1-800-BUY-DELL. Hello and welcome to the Pat McAfee Show 2.0. Today's show is an electric one. From Oscars to foosball to the NFL to the voice, basically, of officiating with Mike Pereira, who stops by for a 30-minute interview that you will not want to miss. I'm so thankful for every one of you. Whenever you click on that little thing that says play this show, like the world becomes a better place. Our world, in specific, becomes a better place. Mm -hmm. You could spend your ears and your time in a lot of other places. You could. And you chose to, to listen to us today. Are you a bad decision maker? Possibly. Probably. But we're thankful for that. And today, I can't be more grateful, not only for you, but for our presenting sponsor, SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the greatest ticket buying app on planet Earth. Right now, there's a lot of things going on in the world. Live shows, hockey, college basketball, NBA, you name it. The world is an active place and you need to go experience it. There's only one place to go whenever you're buying a ticket to any live event, whether it's drama, whether it's theater, comedy, sporting events. There's only one place you need to go, and it's SeatGeek, because they scan all the other ticket-buying apps, all the other platforms, and make sure you get the most bang for your buck. What you see is what you get. You're not going to get catfished, okay? That MTV show where they they say, like, oh, I'm Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turns out, not Katy Perry. <laughs> That's catfish. Other ticket-buying places, they say, oh, we're first row. And they get the ticket. Can't even get in the building. Mm-hmm. That ain't the way SeatGeek operates. Nope. And they don't do that because they love people like you. Incredibly intelligent humans who like to live a little. You're alive, but are you living? Go live and experience it live with SeatGeek. Let's get to it. Okay, so Sam <laughs> won 10 of 13 on her fucking Oscar. Nice. Wow, not bad. Literally. She was talking to me before the thing as if she was some, like, hey, by the way, I learned this yesterday. While watching the Oscars, mm-hmm. my life is now like she has taken control of the remote since oh. us getting back from Hawaii. Oh, oh no, the biggie. <laughs> like full time. Like it's gotten to the point where it's like full time. She has the remote. I, I, it, it was, it was like a flip of the switch. Like uh-huh. as soon as we got engaged, as soon as we got back, nothing else has really changed. Yeah, nothing else has changed except for who has the remote. And this is a real, by the way. Kind of becoming a bit of a problem. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Is it possible to make his and her uh, remotes? Well, we can't have two TVs, though. That's the issue. One TV. But we're in a room. So, like, for instance, before going to bed, I need TV on. Okay? I need TV on to go to bed. And it might be something that I'm intrigued by. Like, I'm not just going to put on shit TV to go to bed by. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm still up, I want to at least like what we're doing. She has taken the remote now on her side and put on things that she wants to watch. She falls asleep Mm. on top of the remote. So now it's like, bad guy here. What do I do? Do I wake her ass up and get the remote out from underneath there? Or do I just sit here watching this bullshit that she picked? And she fell asleep two minutes into, and I got to be here for the next at least two hours. It's a tough situation. Got to leave the remote in the middle. Thank you. Pulling it over is just completely selfish. I will say, I might have been a little bit, you know, uh, too selfish with the remote before we got Mm -hmm. engaged. Oh, 
By that, I, I stay awake all night. She yeah, falls yeah. asleep quickly. Okay. That's, so that's why I do the same thing. Same. I'm, I'll I'm, be in charge of this because you're going to go sleep in five minutes. I, yeah. I even drop like the, which I don't normally like, oh, aren't you going to bed soon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't even, like, I kind of feel, yeah. I kind of feel bad. Like, wait, aren't, what are we? Oh, we are watching this. Are, are, you, are we doing this for real? And then she was like, yeah, it's, it'll be good. I, and I was like, can't we just watch like Vice? Like, can mm -hmm. we just watch Vice? Because everybody talked about it. It seems as if it would be a good movie. I want to. How about the green? Like, any of these, can we watch those? And she's like, well, I'm going to want to watch those. And I'm like, we, you can right now. <laughs> right now. We can both. We both have the opportunity. She was like, no, whenever we're, we're up for a weekend or something. I'm she like, got the rock. You got the block. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what I got. I did. And you know what? This is that give and take. This is that give yeah. and take. Mm -hmm. So I would have watched the Oscars probably for 15, 20 minutes. Sam wanted to watch the entire thing for the for all of it, and I was like, "All right, let's go." But she was beforehand talking about like I didn't know she was potentially a member of the academy <laughs> when I got engaged to her. That's how she was talking. She, I know who's going to do this. I'm, I'm like, "Are you betting on this?" She was like, "No." I was like, well, "If you are this confident, which you do seem, I'm not a person that reads into stuff, mm -hmm. but I read. I like to read humans, and if they're confident or not, you seem very confident. You should bet on it." And she was like, "Where?" I told her my bookie, obviously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She goes on there. She places 13 bets, oh, and she was eight for eight. She was, like, oh. on a run, like, Ooh. eight for eight early. And I was like, oh, nice. God damn. <laughs> like, I was, like, getting excited. I'm like, uh -huh. holy shit. Like, Sam really fucking knows, like, what's going on here. Mm -hmm. I think she bet uh, for, oh, I don't know what her first loss was. I think it might have been Bradley Cooper Rami might have been her first loss. I don't remember what it was. Mm -hmm. I sent out a tweet, though, congratulating him. Mm -hmm. His speech. I said his speech was awesome, yeah. which it was. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't even realize that he beat Bradley Cooper. Yeah. So I deleted the tweet. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, no. I, I didn't even realize till people started tweeting me like, oh, Bradley should have won. Yeah, I got into that. And I was like, I didn't even know he was up for it, to be honest. I think I was taking a shit whenever they were announcing it. Made me very angry. I knew nothing about any of that shit there. Mm. I, I that's what I realized is I knew nothing about any of that stuff. That best actress lady might, might be my new favorite human. Oh, yes. She's awesome. Hey. She's funny as fuck. Yeah, that, was Olivia that was the best yeah. speech I've probably ever heard of anything else. Yep. Of I, all think, time. I think, honestly, best speech I've ever heard. It, it might have been the first Oscar speech that wasn't planned, and she just walked up there and talked oh, from the... Yeah. There's no way she oh, thought she was going to win. Too. No. Yeah, yeah. Holy God, how she ended it. <laughs> <laughs> when she said there, kid, I hope you're watching this because it's never going to happen again. I lost my shit. Her speech was not as good as the hair and makeup speech earlier. Oh, no. oh, oh my Oh my oh my goodness. That, Savages, bro. I, I could have listened to that speech for another fucking half an hour. <laughs> Jane? Jane, yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Jane? No, it's... <laughs> Also, Oscar at uh, <laughs> Starbucks Barista this morning. Train wreck for another hour. They, I they started arguing. It. She's like, "No, you got to read that part. I already, oh, read, already said it. It's in blue. It's yours. <laughs> You're the only guy up here." Are we it okay was, with the sound mixing awards and stuff yeah. like that? No. So, so my issue is this: they wanted to put that in the commercial break. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. They wanted to like a week ago. They were like, you know what? We're going to put it up in commercial break. Mm -hmm. And then there was a backlash from Hollywood that was like, no, no, no. They all mm -hmm. are important, which I understand as a person who deals with editors and sound and all this stuff, very much understand and respect the people behind the camera. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. But there's a reason they are behind <laughs> the camera because when they get right there in front of it, mm -hmm. they shit all over themselves. <laughs> and for me as a viewer, as a person just like 
like Diggs. I loved it. Oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, oh this yeah. is electric. This, yes. But everybody in the room had to be like, this is our fault. We, <laughs> we forced this to happen. Yep. We made these people step directly balls deep into their uncomfort area, <laughs> speak in front of billionaires and also in front of millions watching at uh-huh. home. There had to be that feeling. And then whenever they just... just cut off the mic those people are still Uh, going to town in that microphone and everybody in the crowd is like (laughs) (laughs) it was awesome the academy were a bunch of savages Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that Mm -hmm. I didn't know any of it though honestly I had no idea I didn't know any of those motherfuckers I only knew like half the movies probably I like Spike Lee though he's awesome first Oscar (laughs) yeah Yeah. he he lost his mind Samuel L. Jackson goes up there not a great reader (laughs) Oh, no, Spike no, no, not at all. Well, I oh, think no. he had like six pages and was trying to do what I do, where you read ahead and you, you know yeah. how that works. It sounded like a history final exam at first, <laughs> yeah, the way was, he was going with it. I wanted him to stop and start over because I'm like, this is some epic shit that he's fucking up right now because yeah. he's trying to go, he's got that nervous energy. And like you yeah. said, he's probably reading one line ahead and kept fucking up. Yeah, because that, that speech, potentially a speech that is used... Yes. For yeah. a long, oh, yeah. long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to say like the Jimmy V speech because that's, but something along those lines where every single network would have ref- is going to reference, I'm sure they already did, mm-hmm. but he was, he was bumbling, fumbling, stumbling all over it. I'm he like, was not happy that Black Klansman didn't win Best Movie. He shit on Green he, Book. Yeah, hard. I think he was more pissed at Green Book. Won. Yeah. Because uh, what? That the, the internet. <laughs> The internet, the African-American Twitter yeah. went to town, won ham on the Green Book. Mm-hmm. White savior, they said. Mm-hmm. Is that, I didn't watch, I didn't get I to watch see. it. Yeah, it came out like right after it. The uh, family of the guy, the black guy in it, basically was like, yeah, he he wasn't friends with this guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's complete bullshit. Like, that, apparently, like, it's based on a true story. They really did, like, based. travel around the South with each other, but, like, they weren't, like, buddy-buddy, and they obviously, you know, the... I mean, it just, it, it took but a to lot of But to say that's the best movie, man? I know. Oh. You know what sucks for Spike Lee is he lost for Do the Right Thing mm-hmm. like in the 80s. He lost Driving Miss Daisy. Mm-hmm. And then 20 years later, he loses to a movie that's the opposite casting <laughs> of Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> that's tough. That's a real thing. But I, he did get an Oscar, right? Yeah, for writing, yeah, yeah. that's a pretty big deal yeah. still, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I, assume. I got into it with people on the internet because of, I guess they wanted Bradley to win over Rami. But they were mad that because Bradley fucking sang and Rami did not. Yeah. But so, they were mad that he was lip syncing, which is pretending to sing, which is acting. It's not the fucking Grammys. <laughs> it's acting. Like, I, I'm not, I will say this, though. I think they should have let off with Jack and Allie strictly because it's a movie uh, award show. Mm-hmm. And they actually sang in the movie. Award in the actual movie that was up for the award, Mm -hmm. having Queen, which none of them were in the movie, Mm -hmm. and then having Adam Lambert, Mm -hmm. it was not great. I'm a Lambert guy, by the way. What do you want from me? (laughs) I'm an Adam Lambert guy, but I I just didn't think that made sense. But, but how quickly has everybody just moved on from having to have a host? For yeah. any show. Yeah, right. Last night, the Oscars was not a good night for comedy, mm-hmm. was not a good night for hosts in no general. Because, and now it is like on tape where it's like, yeah, we just, we'll just have a big musical number at the beginning. Uh-huh. Yeah. We'll have a couple people tell some maybe quick jokes, an extended presenter basically. Yeah, yeah. And then we just move on throughout the show. And mm-hmm. it was, it was unbelievable I how seamlessly 
the movie, the whole show went without a host. This is just like me watching the AAFL where they took off kickoffs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, I'm going to fucking hate that because it's going to crush kickers. And I watch it, I'm like, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's anyway, that shit makes sense. And then this one, I'm like, I'm, I hope to host something one yeah, day like yeah, that. Mm-hmm. And watching, I'm like, oh, getting rid of the host. I mean, this is not good. <laughs> I thought Kevin Hart was going to come back. I did in a group text. Yeah, I thought I know you did. that would have been a a huge moment if Kevin Hart just walks out there at the beginning. I mean, that's a mm-hmm. massive Oscar moment, probably standing ovation from the crowd. I assume Kevin Hart would have crushed. But then I start watching it, and then we're just into the awards, and I'm like, Oh, they're never going to get a host again. Mm. That's great. This is just fucking great. And I mean, now it, that I've it, become a host, they're not going to get fucking hosts ever again. It did. It shaved like 45 minutes off the yeah. broadcast, probably. Yeah, it like went under. Yeah. That was one of the bets that Sam lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sam, uh, that was one of the ones she lost. Uh, best Picture was another one she lost. And I think it was Best Actor, but there's never going to be a host again for any fucking award show. Because what happens? Next award show that happens, the host stumbles and bumbles or just is flat or dry mm-hmm. just a little bit. Yep. The internet's just going to be like, well... We, the, did the Oscars not prove that we don't need a host? Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. literally what's going to happen. Uh-huh. They I, did tease it though by putting Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Maya Rudolph yeah. up front. Yeah. It's like uh, this is what could have been. You know what I mean? And they're good. I so. could watch Amy Poehler and Tina Fey yeah. all day long. They're hilarious. Oh yeah. Yes. Big fan. Big fan. <laughs> really? Like when they do not the Grammys. What's the uh, what's the other one? Emmys. Yep. Yeah. When they do the Emmys before is Emmys the drinking one? Uh, the Globes. Yeah. Sorry, the Globes. Globes. They've done the Globes before. I. I very much enjoy it. See, I don't think I've ever watched any of those shows, so I'm not sure. I know their prowess and talent in writing and mm-hmm. acting and stuff. Hosting, though, I've never mm-hmm. seen them. But very positive responses to Latina and yeah, they're always Amy Poehler. They crush. Myra. That three, that even, if it's either Amy, they can go in twos, mm-hmm. all three of them. But they, they This is the first anyway. time Maya's been tossed Correct. in with him, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Normally it's those two, and then Maya's yeah. with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. But they do a lot of shit we, together as a threes. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying, yeah. though. But normally Maya's with somebody else gets brought in yeah. to Tina. With the, uh, right. the other skinny blonde. Yeah, yeah Chris and Wick. There yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't pay attention, but I know that strictly from that one where the guy who was the drummer for Seth, or the guitar player for Seth Meyers' Late Night Show for a little bit, mm-hmm. he's a weird guy. Oh, Fred Armisen. Uh, Fred Armisen mm-hmm. and her did that backstage thing with mm-hmm. Che and... Uh, uh, Jost. Jost, yeah. Where, <laughs> yeah, him, where they did the back and forth, where my favorite bit of any award show is when What's-His-Face goes, you good? And that was their entire bit. <laughs> it was just Fran and Maya going, you good? And it was uh, like a billion dollar show. Mm-hmm. And these two are being paid to be here. <laughs> and are you good? I love that a lot. I always enjoy seeing Mike Myers. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was cool. Yeah. How about him and uh, old Dana Carvey? Dana still had it, though. He's still, he's still standing like the original Garth. A lot of, I think there's a lot of uh, oh, yeah. shots that have been put Jack in his face yeah. that made his one cheek say a little bit harder than the other. <laughs> Unless there was some medical thing that happened, then I'm a terrible person. I should not talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I knew I was going out there on a limb, but fuck it. I mean, whatever. It was interesting. Everybody knows. care what I said. Everybody was just looking at his mouth and like, those cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Good conversation, though. Oh, yeah. Big time. Good conversation. And when you're constantly on the go, grinding away at the office or hanging out with friends, there's not much time to think about upgrading your style or apartment. That's a good point. Foxy, when was the last time you thought about upgrading your style or apartment? A long time. You should upgrade the brain, maybe. I'm trying to work on that. Go back to the original model. Yeah, yeah. If you have a brain, unlike Foxy, 
You will love getting a new box of awesome from Bespoke Post every month. These guys are out scouting for quality and unique products to send in each box. Now you can experience it too at boxofawesome.com. I love this because it's just a bunch of gifts that I would never buy for myself, show up at the office, and I love them every Mm -hmm. single time. Unique things, things that you would never think to buy for yourself show up here, whether it's travel, leisure, business, whatever it is, they have a box of awesome for you. To get started, visit boxofawesome.com and answer a few short questions that will help them get a feel for the boxes that will go best with your style. Whether you're in search for the perfect drink, well-kept pad, jet-setting in style, bespoke post, improves your life one box at a time. Each box goes for under 50 bucks, but has more than $70 worth of unique gear waiting inside. That's a $20 gift to yourself already. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You deserve that extra 20 bucks that you're investing in you, yeah, in your future. The first of each month, you'll receive an email with your box details. You have five days to change colors and sizes or add extra goods to your box. If you're not feeling that month's bucks, simply skip it. From barrel aging kits to limited edition cigars, weekender bags to classy dop kits, Bespoke Post offers essential goods and guidance for the modern man. To receive 20% off your first subscription box, go to boxofawesome.com and enter code HEARTLAND at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code HEARTLAND for 20% off your first box. Bespoke Post, theme boxes for guys that give a damn. Also, do you remember 1989? Uh, No, that was the year before I was born. Same. Well, you get it. No. Uh, yeah, I wasn't born yet. What year were you born? 94. Okay, so that would be... What are you asking? Five years before? There we go, oh, Foxy. Okay, okay. <laughs> I thought you were asking my age, maybe. Well, anyways, 1989, great year, because that was the year the World Wide Web was invented. We've come a long way in 30 years, haven't we? Oh, yeah. So why does it feel like the software you use every day at work is stuck in the past? Take a leap into the future by finding the right software for your business on capterra.com. You remember 1999? Oh, yeah. You bet. We're officially 20 years past that. So if you're no longer partying like it's 1999, why does the software you use every day at work feel like it's not quite ready for Y2K? Start the year off on the right foot and find software that's well a little more up to date on capterra.com. It's 2019. Yeah, currently is. You still doing things the old way at work? Uh, well, we're kind of a, a progressive business, so mm-hmm. no, but I'm sure a lot of people are. New year, new you. So start the year off right by replacing the software that causes you angst and agony every day. You know the one. You can't find software you love that fits your business needs? Go to capterra.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Capterra is the leading free online resource to help you find the best software solution for your business. With over 700,000 reviews of product. By the way, uh, my favorite review of this podcast will get at least two shirts. Um, my favorite recent review, like within the next couple of days, mm-hmm. will get uh, two free St. Patty shirts of their choice. Nice. Ty Schmidt will definitely pick his favorite and let me know what they are. Mm-hmm. But two free shirts if your review of this podcast is a good one. Subscribe, rate, review. Because mm-hmm. Captera.com, they got over 700,000 reviews from products from real software users. Discover everything you need to make an informed decision. Search more than 700 specific categories of software, everything from project management. Mm-hmm. Yep. Email marketing, sure. yoga studio management software, they have it all. No matter what kind of software your business needs, Captera makes it easy to discover the right solution fast. Join the millions of people who use Captera each month to find the right tools for their business. Visit Captera.com slash America for free today to find the right tools to make 2019 the year for your business. 
Capterra, C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash A-M-E-R-I-C-A, Capterra dot com slash America. 2019 is not just a year, it's the year to upgrade and update your software. My big takeaway was that Arena, Bradley Cooper, and Lady Gaga are for sure having threesomes. I don't think Bradley and Gaga are by themselves. But I, I think they're swinging together. A lot of people were talking about how Arena should have won Best Actor of the Night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. She's very skilled if she's an actress. That was impressive to watch. It really was. Because if she was to get jealous, then you're questioning the art of acting with yeah. Bradley mm-hmm. Cooper, right? Who yeah. seems to be pretty balls deep in thespianism. Mm-hmm. Yes. Correct. There's no way that but is hey, proper what I just I'd said. Like, hey, the, <laughs> the movie's over. Like You don't have to pretend you're in love right now on stage. And then Lady Gaga just broke up with... Uh, Gaga just broke up with... Uh, fiance. fiance. Yeah. She almost yeah. went in for the kiss, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she wanted it. She, like it was natural. She was not going to break eye contact until he did. I can tell you that. <laughs> I she just held on. I think she wants Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I, Who doesn't? No, granted, I'm not... Yeah. Exactly. I <laughs> <laughs> sounded... Tell me something. <laughs> He's not supposed to be that good. Mm-mm. Professional singers get up on that stage in front of those people and are terrible. I mean, a couple um, did last night yeah. during that Oscars. Who was the cowboy cowgirl? That made no uh, Jack sense. Jack and Allie later. That's, uh, I thought it was Mason Ramsey's parents at first. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. The, uh, um, Jennifer Hudson, terrible. She was screaming yeah, at me the entire apparent, time. Apparently, I just—I literally just thought scrolling through Twitter, like she couldn't hear herself. There was some uh, audio issue. Oh, apparently, I, that makes sense though, because mm-hmm. she was a bit loud. Yeah, she was. She <laughs> sounded like that fucking Dazone commercial, <laughs> where Michael Buffer's just yelling because she held a note and it was echoing through the whole goddamn it's kitchen. Understandable, though. Like when we can't hear ourselves, we have a, it's a weird. It's very weird in here. So I take back what I just said. But Bradley Cooper, I feel like he hit all of his shit oh, that you're supposed yeah. to as a singer, yeah. and then Gaga is impressive. <laughs> Yeah, she yeah. is. Gaga is impressive. She's yeah. a talent. I I thought Bohemian Rhapsody was a better movie than A Star Is Born, mm-hmm. strictly because of how slow A Star Is Born. I thought mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody had a little bit more, you know. But the Green Book winning, oh my god! Roma came in second, and I didn't see Roma, but it looks like something I want to see. Don't even get me started on Roma. I thought Roma was the worst piece of art, or if you can call it that. I watched it yesterday, too, right before. I was like, you know, I'll dedicate myself to Roma. It's supposed to be best picture. Turns out it's <laughs> terrible, and you shouldn't watch it ever. Is it captions? Captions, subtitles, black and white. Black and white. I mean, come on here. That's interesting, man. I oh. saw that uh, the homie Big F- or Smallfoot was on the uh, was on the pre-show. Oh yeah, I was a big fan of the homie Smallfoot. <laughs> I think they did a breakdown of every movie that got lo- released this uh, year. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I thought they were all the nominees. So like, I was like, oh, I've seen a lot of these. Movies. <laughs> Sam was like, these are just movies that happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, of course, uh-huh. of course. I want to know: Did all the favorites win? Is that why Sam knew everything? No, no, no. Uh, not Green at Book all. Was Green Book favorite. was a massive underdog. But I'm talking Sam oh. with ten of thirteen. She didn't get the Green no. Book. She didn't get supporting the supporting actress. The favorite was Glenn Close because yeah, yeah. she had been nominated seven times and hadn't won yet. So I thought it was going to be their year to make things. Okay, right. so that's yeah. the one she got wrong. She got that okay. one wrong, not the best actor one. She did uh, pull for Rami, who I did not know was from Egypt, by the way. Oh, yeah. nice. I no idea. I think he went to Evans University of Evansville too here in really? Indiana yeah. at wow. some point, which yeah. is crazy. Huh. He's uh, that guy's a talent man. Yeah, Mr. Robots. He's one so incredible TV. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's really good. Speaking of impressive, Mahershala Ali, yeah. is that his he's 
back, so is that back to back Oscars for him in consecutive no, years? No, year apart. Year apart. Yeah. And he's uh, two so, out of the last three. You know, he got a trophy, and nobody really knows this guy. You know, well, and uh, the community right. hates him too because Green Book. Well, nobody wanted Green Book to win, so that's like a very difficult scene for mm-hmm. Mahershala Ali. I know him from House of Cards, yep. by the way. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's where he was a lobbyist, a great lobbyist oh, yeah. back yeah. in the day. Great, good ball player too. Smooth, attractive man. Another reason it was a long shot was because um, the Fairley brother, Peter, had that scandal where he was showing his dick to everybody on the set. Yeah, but we're used to that now. So it hey, was, wasn't there another scandal too with uh, yeah Bohemian Rhapsody? Their director was got yeah. a bunch of allegations with like sexual assault and stuff like so that. So automatically in this day and age, right now in Hollywood, especially, I thought, well, those won't get picked because of those scandals, and then pff, lo and behold, nice, <laughs> nice Hollywood. <laughs> get up on that microphone. Tell me why I'm a terrible person. <laughs> and have two of your best pictures have sex scandals yeah. rocking them. I didn't know that. Yeah. I had no idea. Hey, mm-hmm. I, let me ask you something. Hollywood's about- a, hold on. Hollywood's a weird place. Oh, yeah. It oh, is yeah. a weird place. And it's like you, there's a double standard. You know it's what I'm a, saying? It's a weird place. Watching, because we watch They're the red, not real people. We, no, no. We watch the red carpet. Mm-hmm. Seacrest is just a little tiny little fella, by the way. He was interviewing yeah. people, holding that microphone straight <laughs> up. <laughs> just like this. I ain't never seen anything like it before. He was like this. I'm like, yo, that guy must be 5'2". Yeah. He was holding his mic up like this for somebody. And you would think they'd give him like a box maybe to stand on, which they might. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I didn't miss. He has his own collection of suits, by the way. He oh, was yeah. wearing them last night. Oh, of course. Plugged it a couple of times. He, th- that old red carpet, the interviews, terrible. Yeah. It was so awkward, man. They're terrible interviews. I'm being forced to watch this thing. I'm like, all right, I'm going to enjoy it at least. We, The Vitamins and I have a conversation. We're like, listen, <laughs> let's just go ahead. Maybe one day we'll be on this thing. How do we <laughs> yeah. make it better? So then the first minute, I'm like, all right, the interviews are dog shit. No one holds the mic either, right? Is that a thing I picked up? Like he, every, yeah, it's always it's like yeah, that. It's like talking yeah. off every time. The whole time. interview yeah. was like, yeah, it's like oh, you did good in that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you only give them two mics, and then they, there's always like well, three it's people It's all the interview. same. It's always, you look good, who are you wearing, uh, how are you proud, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. Seacrest is like the face of Hollywood. I didn't know yeah, that. Because oh, yeah. that Hollywood, that's a whole different community over there. Mm-hmm. And Seacrest was both on ABC and E!, he was like the face of Hollywood. I didn't even think about that. How he's King E. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, well, he actually is because yeah. he started the Kardashian yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. But you think like Mike Tirico, <laughs> Al Michaels, Rich Eisen, Dan Patrick, sports, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, if if people are going to talk, these are the people that are going to talk. Here you go, Hollywood. It's literally Ryan Seacrest mm-hmm. is going to be the mouth of the whole yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. So whenever he was getting attacked a couple months ago. Not knowing what I know now from observing and watching, it's like everybody's like his friend. Like, come talk. Right. You told me last year this. Like, he's all the way in. Uh-huh. That little scandal he had. If that would have taken him down, Hollywood would have been a bad, <laughs> bad, 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 bad spot. I mean, bad, bad, bad spot. I feel like that asshole James Corden would have had to step in. Oh, oh he probably is the guy, huh? I feel like it. I feel like he's just or Guillermo. He's talented, by the way. Different shows. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know who that is. Um, James Corden, that carpool karaoke is a brilliant idea. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't want to knock him at all, like, as a host, because mm-hmm. I think his interviewing skills are suspect. Yeah. I think there's a lot of things we can talk about. But that carpool karaoke, damn near genius. Mm-hmm. Also, the rap battles that he was getting actors and actresses to do, mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy his segments. Sure. The show, though. It's tough from from beginning to end. It's, it's tough, very tough. It's tough to stick through there, but if you catch him the next day on the YouTube, it's a lot better yeah. operation. And Seacrest was just born for it. 
You know what I mean? But then Dick, like what's his face? Give him his whole thing, right? Yeah, he Dick t- he's a new Dick Clark because he loves his protege, right? Yeah, yeah. Dick Clark, I uh-huh. think, just gave him like the keys to the kingdom. Basically. Well, and then he got yeah. American Idol, and American Idol blew the fuck up. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yep, and then he started the Kardashians, yep. and, and now he's mm-hmm. and he's on. I don't know if was he, he owns on, a lot of was shit. he on Kiss before yes. American Idol? L.A. He was L.A.'s Kiss FM, so yeah. he was pop music in L.A. The voice of it. I mean, that's everything. a good start. He still is, though, I think. Yeah, yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Still is. But he's got the morning show, yeah, too. Yeah, the morning show. Hardest does, working man in the biz, they the say. Yeah. Hardest working man in the biz, Ryan Seacrest. You can't watch anything that comes on E and his name's not in the credits. It's, you know. Yeah, what is he? Kelly and Ryan, too, right? Isn't he with Kelly Ripa, too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. By that's the way, that show. you brought up the Kardashians, and they've been in the news a lot lately. A lot going on with the Kardashians. And so that whole thing happened with... Um, Tristan? Uh, yeah, and the Sasquatch one. Todd, um, <laughs> he watches. But anyways, the whole, and, and of course, and of course, my I'm girlfriend watches, and she brings it up, and she's like, "Can you believe this shit?" And my first question goes, "Was when's the new season come out?" And she goes, "It's actually this week." And I'm like, "Thank you." It's fucking it's, yeah. It's Chris Jenner. That's what Chris Jenner does. The devil works hard. Chris Jenner works harder. <laughs> that lady will not stop until she's a billionaire, and it's going to be soon. I think it's going to be soon. One of her daughters. But people is a- are still buying it. Everybody, what are you talking about? People are still buying it. I mean, I'm that not thing, buying it. That thing took over Twitter. That was all over Twitter. Look, Todd still, knows. Todd still, knows. I know. Yeah. Todd McComas, forty-some-year-old white guy in Indiana, twenty-one-year state police officer, Marine. <laughs> knows exactly that Tristan Thompson fucked over Chloe with yeah. Kylie's best yes. friend, who he, all just so happened to be under contract with keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah. He just Monsters. knows that because he wanted he wanted to know how it would affect the Cleveland Cavaliers' money line. <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> Not a bad play, though, by the way. He might be a little bit more focused on basketball now that he's got the whole world coming against him, like That's Kobe, Michael true. Jordan, all these people, and there's outside distractions normally that dial in a little bit. Yeah. Not saying that Tristan's good at basketball. But what a wild scene it is over there. Yeah, they, they're incredible. They're yeah. great promoters. She's the female Vince McMahon. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, what she's Easily. Fem- That's exactly I, what she is. I assume the Kardashians will become a public-traded company at some point. <laughs> I am being serious when I say that. And I think she'll cash out for probably five, six billion. And that's just how it goes. You had a question, though. I did. Uh, Lady Gaga, who I love. Gaga. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'd go see her in concert. <laughs> mm-hmm. If she came to that's, Indianapolis, yeah, but you'd crush. I, I would go. I love watching her. But I've seen her on other award shows, and it's like, Hunt, you've been at the top of your game for a lot of years. Don't act so surprised that you win these awards. Oh, you're like, saying everybody's oh, saying it was fake. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I saw the Rappaport today. She's emotional. Mike Rappaport. Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport was like, it's a fake. Who's a bigger fake crier or somebody else? And I didn't even think that people were thinking she was being a fake crier. I think she's just a dramatic person. I agree. I Very. Yeah. Extremely. Yeah. Well, also, the love of her life is sitting with you yes. know, his, his wife. So How about that's a little upset. I love, I love this person. I love this person. I love this person, Bradley. <laughs> I couldn't have done the song without you. In her head, she said, I love you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then she yeah. saw Irina. It was like, I... Bitch, <laughs> couldn't have done this without you. Uh, that was the yeah. biggest tell of the night. Yeah, right yeah, there. Uh-huh. it was. Oh, I think she's dramatic though. Yeah, uh-huh. and also uh, I saw when Ryan Seacrest was interviewing the Queen, the band of Queen, not Rami, yeah, the yeah, band yeah. of mm-hmm. in the movie, the actors in the movie that played the band. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, gotcha. There, t- he was talking to them. The band band was there all night. Yeah, they, well, they look like they're fresh out of the wig party. <laughs> by the way, yeah. hey, that motherfucker looks like Washington back in the day. He's about to walk in the Senate and bang some hammers around. That shit was wild. That guy's hair is next level. But uh, the actual the actors of those guys, the actors yeah. of the band that aren't getting any love, there's like four of them. 
and Ryan Seacrest, one microphone, by the way, four of them. So you know how it went. Yep. Technically terrible. But he asked them, what's the big takeaway from the night? And a lot of them, the, the two of them said, it just means that it's all over. Like, this is the end of it. Like, this is the end of Bohemian Rhapsody. So this is like the end of these guys' greatest run of their life. I assume Gaga feels the exact same way. Like, this is the end of Jack and Allie. Like, this yeah. is a huge oh, yeah. moment of my life, and mm -hmm. this is the end of it yeah. because it's over. It's just like a stand-up comedian that puts a story on a special. It's over. Mm -hmm. This thing's over. You can't work with it anymore. Mm -hmm. You can't fine-tune it. You can't change it. It's over. It's on the greener pastures. Lady Gaga probably felt a little upset. That it's like the end of a season. It's like the end of a sports season. Yeah, but those players are coming back, a lot yeah. of them. Mm -hmm. These ones, who knows if Gaga will ever be in a movie right. that big or awesome ever again. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, those actors in the band of Bohemian Rhapsody, half of them ain't ever going to be mm -hmm. seen again. This no. is it. They're they're enjoying the fuck out of the gimme or the, mm -hmm. the gift bag from the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> this shit ain't happening again. Fun fact, one of those actors is the little kid, the boy from the original Jurassic Park. Huh. Little oh, fun fact really? for you. Yeah, as I say, you never know. Look at uh, Cooper. I mean, he was sacking people, sack lunch there for a while, mm, no, and no, then no, a couple no, years no, later, no. he's that one tweet. of the biggest actors on the planet. That, that tweet, tweet did well for me. <laughs> yeah, tweet. tweet did well for me. You're and the, I didn't, you're I didn't, the sack. She'll call you. I didn't even realize until after I sent it how clever it was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even realize. I, I said, um, just a couple years ago, Bradley Cooper was stealing children's mm -hmm. money for an epic Vegas trip. Now he's stealing the show with Lady Gaga. So two times saying the stealing word in there, mm -hmm. didn't even think about it. Like when I when I it wasn't until after I put it out oh. and I saw it going, I was like, oh, that's incredibly clever. <laughs> it was just so high. I was like, oh, let me just let me just show that I'm watching this thing. And I was like, oh, good for me putting the two stealings in there. Look at me go. So this is it's true though. Yeah, it is. Bradley Cooper was typecasted there for a little bit, mm -hmm. I assume, and then he kind of made his own lane. I had no idea that a star is born. This is the fourth one, though. I had yes. no clue. That this is four of them. Mm -hmm. Four of them. He made his way out of that typecast in the um, four of them. Four. You told me three yesterday, and then my fucking Academy girlfriend was like four. Wow. I was like, wow, you got it. But Streisand crushed yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And who's that other one? Ben Miller. The witch. She was one of the witches. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah hey, ben good Miller. call. Well, Sam made me watch that for the first time. <laughs> no, this is the second focus, time focus, B. Coop, his, yeah. his acting partner, has got more praise than he has in an Oscar-nominated movie. Because what was the one with um, yeah. Jennifer Lawrence? Silver yeah. Linings Silver playbook. Lining, yeah. yeah, but, you know, the holder is just as important as the <laughs> yep. hey, Nobody I knows. I thought he did an incredible job. I do, too. I did, too. I mean, it's like a Leo situation. He had to wait a really long time Correct. before he got his first one. So it'll happen eventually. Do you think that's like an inside joke with the Academy? Like, hey, these people... Leo Cooper, that close little lady, mm -hmm. like, yeah, hey, let's let's. This is something that people talk about. Let's deliberately fuck over this guy. <laughs> well, I think sometimes it's like they end up giving him they give, they give him an Oscar for something they didn't deserve it for, just as like a like we're sorry that it took this long like for us. Actually oh, it's like one. a life award. Right, it's yeah. like a life. That's achievement. what I was yeah. thinking it was going to happen with Samuel L. Jackson because he's never won one. Mm -hmm. So I could see them giving him Spike some Lee. type of like lifetime yeah. achievement award. Spike Lee. Mm -hmm. No, Samuel L. Oh, I didn't even know Samuel other than announcing it. Oh, you said he's never won he's an Oscar. He's never won one. So you just thought last night they were just going to pop well, he, off? Yeah, he was up there presenting. I know it popped in my mind. I was like, has he ever won one? I Googled it. No, he hadn't. So I'm thinking like down the road at some point, I could see them doing oh, okay. that, like giving him the lifetime award. Yeah. He's yeah. going to stop doing shitty movies. Jackson, he well, no, no, he picks. He go. He does every single movie that's put in front of him. He's a working actor, you know. <laughs> yeah. The Aquafina. <laughs> love her. I love her. I, I think I'm a fan of hers yeah. as well. 
She's she drinking funny, out of man. her purse. I, <laughs> that was awesome. I didn't like her that much last night, but in uh, Crazy Rich Asians, I believe this is the name, Crazy Stupid something. Mm-hmm. Watch that movie. Great in that movie. Crazy Stupid Love, different movie. Crazy Rich Asians, definitely a movie yeah, that was talked great. about by Ryan Seacrest and many mm-hmm. uh, Asians on the red mm-hmm. carpet. Did not ask any of the white people about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of interesting to me. But Ryan Seacrest had a good beard. I don't know if anybody saw it. His oh. beard was... I mean, I think old Cuzzy came in, balanced the barber, came in. And <laughs> I think he sprayed it down. It looked like he potentially sprayed it down. I, I enjoyed the Oscars, though. I was forced to watch it. Definitely forced to that watch it. That is a nice beard. Cruel and unusual punishment at points for how yeah, terrible a lot yeah. of things were. There was yeah, a lot yeah. of really bad moments in there. I would be a fan of Melissa McCarthy. Oh, yes. She dominated. There is a lady that can turn a situation that's monotonous, terrible, boring, nobody wants to hear, and made it magical. I don't even know who the guy was next to her. Was it Paperboy? Good for him, too. I didn't see. I'm not sure. Good for him, too. I mean, that guy bought in full character. Melissa McCarthy went out there and dominated. That little bunny. I was dying. I was. She did it for high people. I know she, <laughs> she did it for me. And then the back of that dress had a bunch like, of holes. Yeah. I'm a bit. I am on record as saying I'm a big Melissa McCarthy fan. Yeah, yes. Oh I, yeah. I've watched She's the awesome. boss. I think she is genuinely a funny person. I've not seen that most recent one though. The uh, serious please. one. Yeah, please. Yeah, I haven't me. either. Yeah, please forgive me mm-hmm. or something like that. It's supposed to be pretty good. I watched the first scene. She chugs a glass of whiskey on the rocks. Hmm. Somebody behind her goes, you're not supposed to drink on the job. And she goes, well, fuck whoever said that. And turns around, it's her boss. <laughs> so she chugs it, throws the ice into the trash can and puts her cup into her like uh, briefcase and then walks out. And that's how the movie starts. I'm like, I'm going to come back to this one. <laughs> I think this could be a good one. It was going to be a sleeper for me. I like Melissa McCarthy a lot, though. That needed to be said. Very, very funny. Yep. Jennifer Lopez is still very hot. Oh, Yep. How old is she? 50. Hey, Rod's an interesting dude. Why man. were they there? She was a presenter. Yeah, yeah I know that, but like, why? Hey, hey, I couldn't find someone else who was. Well, hey, hey, Rod's an interesting cat, though. Yeah. His face looks like he's just kind of, you know, like confused. Will, Will Ferrell talks about his impression of George Bush, mm-hmm. and he said his when I do George Bush. My face just has no idea what the brain and mouth are saying. So they just don't match up with each other. And he said he feels as if there's something that happens from brain to mouth where something gets lost. And he said, that's my impression. A-Rod, it looks like his face has no idea what's going on. Like his reactions, he's like smiling. He's a robot. He's and like, a robot. Yeah, exactly. He's like, he's bebopping. Like, mm. And then he was telling J-Lo he wanted to stand at the next spot on the red carpet. It was just... A-Rod's an interesting I don't think I fully understand the A-Rod. I don't think anyone does. He fits in at Hollywood because he's also not a fucking real human. Mm-hmm. There, not a lot of real humans out there. Mm-hmm. That lady won Best Actress, real human. Real human. Mm-hmm. You can really mm-hmm. shows. Uh, he should have wore black, by the way, with her dress, yeah. I think. I mean, if we're oh, going to well, go well. red carpet fashion diving, <laughs> mm-hmm. she wore like a disco ball. Right. And he wore white. Correct. think he should have went with black, personally. Just make it look a little bit better. In my eyes, but hey, who am I to judge billionaire A Rod? No, <laughs> I thought know Jason anything. Momoa had the best suit. Oh, Great. Yeah. That fucking the, the was match, wild. The matching wild, scrunchie dude. was awesome. Oh, Did my you God. see him when he put it on? Oh, there was an after party. He put it on, and it was the most perfect ponytail I think I've ever seen oh. in my entire life. He's dating uh, Kravitz. Yeah, yeah. his ex wife. Zoe, that's his ex wife? Lenny Kravitz' ex wife, yeah. No, it's his Lenny daughter. daughter. You're unbelievable. That he's dating? You're unbelievable. <laughs> no, he's dating his ex wife. No, it's a, that's Lisa Bonet. Yeah, that's who he was with. Lisa that, that lady is his daughter. No, Zoe is his daughter. Yeah, Lenny. Not Lisa. Lisa Bonet is his ex-wife. He yeah. was with Lisa Bonet last night. Huh. 
There we go. Wow. I heard the name Zoe Kravitz though for sure in uh, the in the post thing while he's standing with her. Zoe Kravitz was said. So maybe yeah. the people at E need to apologize. <laughs> I got to apologize to Zito. I thought that was Zoe Kravitz sitting next to him on stage. Yeah, turns um, out it's that's his wife. It's Lisa Benet. Benet. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! Well, she's gonna, she's a lot older than him, right? Very older. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She looks great. Yeah. Lord. Take <laughs> easy, Gorm. I was just saying. I thought it was the daughter. <laughs> story, uh, story about his suit, though. Hey, uh, Aquaman. She's fifty-one. Aquaman will come in and flip you <laughs> in fucking hand. What a human he is. Yeah. And those that flow is incredible. Yeah. A, a story about that suit, though. The guy who made it died two days after. After he made the suit, yeah. So it was a la- it's like the designer, whoever serious? that guy is. That yeah, thinks we worth a fuck. If it's a, if I assume it's a famous, it's designer. a very famous designer. Yeah, yeah. you should have heard Cuzzy's on the TV talking about these people's design. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lady guy had a thirty million dollar yep. thing on her chest. Tiffany's what? Yeah. what? Oh, yeah. As a guy who stopped at Tiffany's looking at engagement <laughs> rings, they are known for overpriced diamonds. <laughs> I will let that be known. But yeah, she had a thirty million dollars. Yeah, wow. Yeah. How about old buddy from Pittsburgh, black guy who had the dress on? Do you see that? Oh yeah, I did oh, see. Yeah. I did not know who he was or right. that he was from there but i did see the picture he's from pittsburgh billy roberts i think is his name he's from pittsburgh they did an interview fashion with him. capital of the world well and he said shout out pittsburgh and i was like they were talking about how he won the night and i was like yeah that's what it we do sense. he was stunting <laughs> that's what we in do that dress, he was stunting out there i thought it was going to be just like a like for instance if we ever get on one of these carpets yeah. somebody wants to wear a dress like the uh cuz he did mm-hmm. it should just be a snap-off there with it is pants on underneath <laughs> right you just put that thing around because those i don't know how they fit in any of those fucking chairs I, i've been to a movie theater i've been to a theater those are tiny little mm-hmm. seats those people have heaping dresses how do they fit into the fucking thing they're, they're, I think they're tiny question. little people. What is it, three hours and 23? They are tiny little yeah. people. Seacrest, though, was holding that <laughs> Seacrest was holding that thing up. They are probably little tiny little people. Yeah. Hollywood's a weird place. Very weird place, man. Very weird place. <laughs> what would have won for you, Ty? What would have been best picture? Uh, I personally would have given it to Stars Born. Really? Yeah. How come? Because it had everything that you say it needed to have? Well, I just, I, uh, I think, I feel like that had the, I mean, it, it was like kind of not middle America, but like more people saw that, I guess maybe Bohemian Rhapsody, but I also think it's very hard to direct act. And I think all like the roles in it were just, were perfect. So Bradley Cooper directed that thing, which means he's behind cameras, setting up cameras. Right. He's setting up the scene every single time and then getting in front of the camera and acting. Oh, that's, that's a lot of fucking work. And And singing and playing the guitar. Tell me something, <laughs> also, Diggs mentioned earlier, uh, he used to be like an alcoholic, and I Correct. feel like it's very hard to like it's it's very noticeable if you're acting drunk and it doesn't like seem genuine. Like he he seemed like a fucking booze hound the entire time. Uh, yeah. You guys letting people uh. in here? <laughs> this isn't your type of place. Huh. They got alcohol. <laughs> yeah. It's my type of place. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a? Ch- Am I hallucinating? <laughs> that is one of the first scenes. Yep, I yeah. really enjoyed the candidness of it. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was a little slow. Yeah. Was a little slow. Do you think like he's going to step off the megastar super train because he's a, he's a, his mentor is Clint Eastwood, right? He's in Clint Eastwood movies. Clint Eastwood started. You got that point. He just started making every movie he was in. He was the director and the yeah, lead. Passion project. Yeah. So do you think this is what he's going to start doing, Ty? Uh, I not hope so. not necessarily. He said I, he's got another one on deck. Like he he will, but I don't think he's gonna do like Eastwood. 
picks one, you know, like I think he's still going to act quite a bit. Like okay. I don't think he's going to switch over to where he's only directing the stuff that he's in. Uh, Bradley, they said this was a passion project for you. Do you know what you're going to do next at Ryan Seacrest? <laughs> <laughs> Bradley goes, I do. Were you going to share with that? <laughs> uh, no. That honestly bothered me. Yes. Well, that literally bothered me. It was very tough. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it makes no sense. Put Boom a fucking love on the guy. Yeah. Or yeah. just hand them a mic. They know how to fucking No, use they do the that, mic. but then they have like five guys and they, they all have to split oh, yeah, a yeah, mic. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing. It's very tough. I mean, this is the awards for putting together production <laughs> and shit. And it's the worst produced thing. <laughs> this has always been my question about these things. How can it be so bad when you have so many entertaining? It's because they're all in this audience. Yeah. Yes. And the amateurs like the AAFL <laughs> are playing quarterback. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. How about sports talk? Do we have any sports talk? Uh, you know, hockey Kraft. talk? We even talked Robert Kraft on this podcast. Fuck Robert Kraft. Right? It's mm. hockey oh. talk. Oh, oh, hockey talk will say stay for a second because uh, <laughs> Robert Kraft, a bit more uh, topical. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> Robert Kraft has been two, yes, two solicitations of prostitution thing, because he was a regular at a rub and tug called the Oh the Orchid, Orchid, I think everybody has the same question here. Obviously, anything that's happening in those rub and tugs is terrible. The people are flowing in; it's a terrible thing. I think everybody has the same question, though: is like, you have a billion dollars. <laughs> You would assume that if you wanted to get a little blow ski and you couldn't get it as a billionaire, yes, you could. You could have one of these uh, ladies of the evening who sign up to be ladies of the evening for whatever reasons they are, just show up at the house mm-hmm. or in the car or anywhere. Really, mm-hmm. if you have a billion dollars, I think you. That's everybody's thing. Is like how stupid it was of Robert Kraft to do that, right? That's how everybody yeah. feels. Yeah. Like, Why are you not he, using a high price like? Uh, escort service. Yeah, Tiger Woods only got busted because his, his lady went through the whole thing. And yeah. Robert Kraft, if you don't have a lady that's going to yeah. be pissed off about you for that, I would assume that those things, Tiger's proved to us that those types of operations that happen. Mm-hmm. As regular humans, you always wonder, like, oh, I wonder if those fucking super rich people just have their own little. Turned out, Tiger Woods showed us, like, yeah, they yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely do. And it makes you wonder, like, why didn't that happen with old Robert Kraft? I think yeah. he might have lived near there. Like, I was saying, also, does, he have, does he have a house down there? Yes. Okay. In Jupiter. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Ten fifty nine. He rolled in in the Bentley. He left at eleven thirteen. Eleven oh one. He was already getting blown. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's which, I said to Pat earlier, which means he that was not his first time there. You know, <laughs> your first time there, you're getting the tour. You're really asking how things work. You're you're you've seen how everything works. Fourteen minutes in and out is not your first. time. He goes out of the Bentley, tips the cap to the lady at the front. You know the deal. Boom, within 120 seconds of leaving the Bentley, he is getting blown by lady. Less than a few minutes, they say. She cleans him up, pays. He's on a Bentley right to the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. What a fucking life. Uh, efficient. Efficient yeah. life. That, the wording was so awkward, too. It's like they had a quick hug, and then she just started sucking him off. <laughs> <laughs> She's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. Everybody, nobody knows what he's going to do. There's it was so efficient. It made me think, like, is that a pregame ritual for him? Because it was on game day. It was what AFC if, Championship. Hey, what if this is what takes down the dynasty? <laughs> what if this is what ends the Patriots? Is the owner no longer can go into his local rub and tug and get a because he's potentially paying a very large fine, I assume, to the uh, entire uh, city of Jupiter. 
Okay, yeah, for that. So like the yeah, NFL, for the video not to get out. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, that the NFL can only find him five hundred thousand dollars, which I guess compared to his. I saw a tweet about it. Compared to his, what he makes, it's like two dollars for the rest yeah. of us. <laughs> but that, those, yeah. dollar dollar su- saved is dollar. Let's <laughs> suspend him. You know, he's going to get a six game suspension or something where he can't show up at Gillette. Oh we'll no, be- he has to watch the game in his giant mansion while <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. getting blown. <laughs> he'll watch. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say he'll watch it from the Oasis. <laughs> 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 Uh, good for old Robert. Oh, wait, Kraft. Connor, did your friend ever go to the Goodfellas Pizza across the street? No, nah, I think that guy was just throwing uh, out shade. We had inside scoops there at Goodfellas <laughs> Pizza across the street. A guy named Joe answered the phone. Connor was talking to him. Connor decided to go with an angle that he was on the practice squad of the New England Patriots and wanted to know what happened. And the guy named Joe on the phone was like, uh, what do you want to know? And we were all like, ask him if he's seen him. He's like, maybe. Maybe I have pictures. So I think... Now, granted, Joe from Goodfellas could have been fucking with a guy who was fucking with him. You know, it could have been reciprocating fucking with yep. fuckery. Yep. But that spa plaza did look pretty wide open. I mean, oh, yeah, he was getting yeah, plaza yeah. blowjobs. And a Bentley's rolling up. You're like, that's not going to cause any uh, problems. <laughs> Nobody will even notice. Look, and Jupiter, though, is filled with a bunch of big names. Yes. That's why when Schefter said that his isn't the biggest name on the list, which is getting called into question now, by the way, the local authorities said, we have no idea what bigger name could be on this. So Schefter, an atom bomb could have missed the target, <laughs> which is not good news. Well, we started going through the Jupiter uh, population. Yeah, like who celebrities that live in Jupiter? I was all in on Michael Jordan stopping yeah, by a plaza yeah. rubbing tub. Uh-huh. Turns out he didn't. Turns out I it's was not. all in on Slick Willie. Bill Clinton? Yeah. Yeah, Bill Clinton was stopping down at the Oasis. Yeah. It is so weird to me, though. There has to be more to this. There's no way that Robert Kraft... Like he just stumbles upon this one? Most successful owner in all of professional sports, right? That's what we can call the Patriots. Mm -hmm. We can call them the most successful dynasty right now in the history of sports, just in general. Maybe Andre the Giant had a little bit more of a dominant (laughs) run back in the day, but I don't know if there's any other sports team that could even come close to what the Patriots have done. Most successful owner... Is walking in there, getting blown, and leaving for no reason? There has to be something going on there. I don't, what do you think? He's just too smart of a guy. In my head, he's too smart of a guy to do that. Chris Carter was saying it at a symposium that Robert Kraft was paying for. Right? Robert Kraft yep. is employing him to speak of this as one of the owners. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, you need a fall guy? If you're a billionaire and you want to want to pay for a blowjob, I think you need a fall guy for that blowjob. Or a body mm-hmm. double. <laughs> That would be his excuse. That's what R. Kelly pulled. He it said it was his brother when it was back in Stanford. <laughs> <laughs> That's all coming back to get his ass right now, by the way. Yeah. They got like three different videos of him. So going. you think the tape doesn't see the light of day because he's going to pay for it, too? Yeah, Jupiter's about to get some upgrades. <laughs> I don't think that video is ever coming out. Everyone's driving around in Corvettes. By the way, if that video does come out, that means nobody's safe. I cool. also think it's going to yeah. be hysterical if, if that video comes out. All of them will come out if the Bob Kraft comes out, for sure. Well, that's sure. what I'm saying. If a billionaire yeah. can't hide. Is, exactly. If a billionaire can't hide something, means everything everything <laughs> forever that's an insane story though took over the world friday there afternoon took over st patty's oh. day sale took over st patty's day sale which did. did well by the way today at roughly noon noon 30 we will be announcing the rankings Ooh. uh cfo Ooh. uncle phil is coming into town to do the debut i will tell you what <laughs> it was an electric time watching the standings on that final day there was a lot of movement 
of shirts. There was about six that were in play. Top three get bonuses, and the pub gets a bar if they get into the top three. There was six shirts. The sixth one kind of fell off, but there was five shirts that were in the running for the top three there. Really, really, really fucking close. Excited to make the announcement. Can, Can I ask an honest question? If you guys are in the top three and you get a bar for the pub, mm-hmm. where the fuck is a bar going to fit in the pub? Oh, between the two rooms. Champions Corner. Yeah, yeah Champions, Champions Corner. Corner. Oh, so it's like a two-by-two two bar. We're upgrading content No, there's still, there's still plenty of room. I've been to your house. Champions Corner, pretty small little corner. It's, the bar <laughs> cannot be bigger than this table. It's a pretty small little corner. It could probably right? be double that table. Yeah. yeah. You, there is not room for two of you in those videos that you guys shoot. There's only That's room for that's a solo rider. Because it's a small bar. That's mm-hmm. a small corner. So we're saying. Yeah. Thanks for making my point, Zito. That's, Zito uh, would like to go on the plaintiff side. <laughs> the, um, but honestly, that's a it's a small little area. It is. Oh, we'll make it work. We'll find a good yeah. one. If you guys are in top three. Well, that's why I hate Robert if. Kraft, because I think we're top three lock, and then he goes and does this. Now we have a fire shirt that he kicks didn't help. us out yeah. of the top he didn't three. Help. That shirt was incredible. Yeah. That's a good shirt. By the way, not accusing anybody of anything. We're just no. saying don't get arrested. No, yeah. Just don't get arrested. Uh, but quick shout out to all the pub members that did buy merch. Yeah, we thank love you guys so much. Shout out to everyone who bought merch Check because this out. is a small business yeah. collectively mm, yep. and not just one house. And by the way, uh, speaking of house, you can still buy shirts <laughs> yep. at full price yep. to yeah. support your favorite small businesses, mm-hmm. lights and, and shit like that there to keep it, it in the house. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, great shirts. Great shirts. Still got plenty of time. Order by the 5th, I think, mm-hmm. to get it by St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Now, there it granted, is. I would like to let you know, if you order on March 5th, you are dancing with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> you are dancing with the devil. We obviously do not create the shirts and ship them ourselves. Right. We have a company that does it. Mm-hmm. They sometimes, I don't know what's going to happen. You keep us updated, but let's get it by the 4th, maybe. 3rd. Mm-hmm. Maybe the 2nd. Yeah, don't procrastinate. Today. Mm-hmm. Get it today. Why wait? Mm-hmm. I was going to... No. <laughs> Go ahead. Come on. All right, promo code. You're listening to this shirt. Oh boy. Oh. Get ten percent off. St. Pat fifteen percent off. Wow. St. Patty's Day 2019 gear. Promo code is Bobby Craft. <laughs> or- orchid. How about Happy orchid? ending. Happy ending. Orchid spa. Orchid. <laughs> Orchid Spa, Orchid Spa discount. O r c h i d s p a discount. Hashtag Orchid Spa discount. Fifteen percent off St. Patty's Day stuff until midnight tonight, which is Tuesday, February twenty sixth. Twenty sixth. You get it. Nice. Nailed it. All right, let's do it. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. A sport was created in Canada, where they put blades on their feet. They skated around ponds with sticks and hit rocks at each other. Then it grew to a place that had a goal. Then it grew to having rules. Then America got a hold of it and did what America does and created an entire league. It's the most electrifying live sporting event each and every single time. It is time for Hockey Talk. (laughs) I just want to thank you for giving the introduction that that sport deserves. Mm -hmm. It's greatly appreciated. TikTok, my friend. You better. Mm-hmm. Get, you should go with <laughs> Oh, you don't have questions? You're not going to ask me what you want to know? This is hockey talk, not hockey. Well, the trade right. deadline is today. Questions. It ended at 3 p.m., mm-hmm. okay? And the Vegas Golden Knights steal the day. Let's they got the biggest prize. Go! Mark Stone. Ty's been a fan of the Golden Knights since For, conception. Forever. Yes, I have. And I actually told Nick with this trade, I said, hey, listen, we get Stoner in the lineup. Oh, Matt Stoner. We might be hoisting Lord, uh, Lord Stanley's Cup. Come How about that? In, in year two. Yeah, year two. Wow. 
Mark Stone, stud scoring winger. He's going to light the lamp for the Knights. What did you say his name was? <laughs> Matt. That's weird. I thought it was his brother. I got yeah, just traded. Yeah, Mark. <laughs> Mark Stone, lighting the lamp from the Carolina Hurricanes. From the Ottawa Senators <laughs> to the Vegas Golden Knights. But it's going to be a bloodbath in the West. The West loaded up. Every top team in the West went ahead and picked up somebody except for Calgary. Calgary is the only team that stood pat. Okay. I made great, great word there at the end. Mm-hmm. I... Gave away, which I don't always do. I make people Venmo me for my picks. Yep. Like a any good sports handicapper. Yes, obviously. Mm-hmm. I gave away my lock of the century for free Whoa, on the no. Twitter. It was a good one. Lock of the century. <laughs> Tell it wasn't. It was lock of the century. Mm-hmm. Good for about 58 minutes. minutes yeah. Yeah. It was a stadium series game, national TV, all eyes on us. Yep. It was against the Philadelphia Flyers in Philadelphia. Yep. Pittsburgh Penguins have the greatest hockey player to ever step on the ice in Sidney Crosby, who happens to hate Philadelphia and love the lights. Loves it. Lock of the century. Sidney Crosby will lead the Pittsburgh Penguins to a dominant upset. They will score more than three and a half goals, and they will beat the Philadelphia Flyers. Lock of the century. You're welcome, is what I said. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Looked good for a long time. Didn't I? Really did. I mean, I look really good for a long time. Mm-hmm. Empty net even the last three minutes. Yep. We're going to pick up a trash goal. We're oh. going to hit the over, mm-hmm. and we're going to win. You would think, Pat. Mm-hmm. You would think. Mm-hmm. This room lost a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. A lot. Yeah. Fucked me hard. I, oh, yeah. Real hard. <laughs> I would have hit like an $850 parlay. Oh, my we were God. Only game. We were all in my garage, and I had the game on in there. And I was like, well, if we're all going to watch it, we might as well all put money on the pence. Yep. Yeah, that's what we're doing here. And then all of a sudden, uh, somehow at the end of the goddamn uh, third period there, Matt Murray decided to fuck it all up. <laughs> what is he doing? So then it goes to overtime and he <laughs> fucks it up again. <laughs> so then we lose and they don't score. So it's three under. I hammered the over for the uh, pants. Oh, and we lose. So it's a, not even a moral victory for my Twitter. So oh. it's just, it's, it's, it's outrageous. And this is not my fault. No. 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 This is not my fault. It's not. Mm-hmm. Good news. That was me reassuring to myself that it wasn't my <laughs> fault. Because <laughs> Nick certainly made it feel like it was 100% Why my fault. Why would you do that? Yep. I mean, when you throw out locks of the century <laughs> for a team like the Pittsburgh Penguins, who you've been to many games of. Mm-hmm. I don't know this particular team, though, to be honest. I, I couldn't even tell you who is on No, that's fine. Team. But you've been to many games, many. and they've never had much success when you've been at the games. I'll tell you what, pretty big losing record whenever I'm in the building. <laughs> or when you take a stance like that, yep. that they are the lock of the century. Not just a lock. Like you used emoji mm-hmm. for the lock. You were all Couple in lines. on it. Lock it up, I said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lock that motherfucking shit up. Sometimes you get a feeling. But things just went from bad to worse. Then they lose two of their best defensemen to injuries. Then they get a guy at the deadline who's just a piece of garbage. He doesn't even belong in the NHL. And they're trading for this guy. Oh, it's a no. nightmare. Oh, Eric Branson from Vancouver. He's terrible. Oh, oh, oh that's terrible a penguin. That guy's a penguin. Have yeah, a little respect. Let's go Pens. <laughs> We're going to hope he turns it around, but we don't have a lot of faith right now. Now, listen, whenever you get into that organization, this winning Correct. organization, you turn yeah. it around. It's like mm-hmm. the Patriots are the ice. That's what, they, that's what the Penguins are. Yep. The Patriots of the ice. When you get in that organization, you turn it around. That's why in games like Stadium Series where it's raining, uh-huh. it's a little bit of a sloppy, sloppy pond. Track. A bit mm-hmm. slippy hour. Yeah. Oh. A little bit slippy. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to normally when it's, oh. the ice isn't yeah. as slippy. Yeah, oh. normally the ice not as slippy. <laughs> slippy. So it's kind of what the ice is known for. I like slippy. 
They lose, though. They lost. I don't know how it even happens. I got fucking crushed on the internet. I mean, I... All of Philadelphia came out. All of Philadelphia. They really did. Well, that, I mean, that's all they got to cheer for. That's all. Yeah. That was that was their Super Bowl. Are the right Pens going to win the, the Stanley Cup? They are one point out of a playoff spot right now. They have a Ooh, huge game tonight. Out of the playoffs? A huge on. game tonight against Columbus. They need to win that. Bully Jackets. And they'll be in a wild card spot. And this is probably where this team is. They're probably a wild card team. How, how, many, how many games we got left? Well, probably off the top of my head, let's think here. Let's, 20. Yeah, somewhere around 20 mark, 18 oh, games, something like that. we got time. Our next shot's our best shot. We're still going to find our rhythm. <laughs> hey, you don't need to be hot now. You need to be hot when it matters. Because when it matters, it matters. And when it doesn't, it doesn't. Traditionally, right, they play right, right. incredible in March. There's a beautiful documentary about it. Everyone's seen it. Yeah, the March great. of the Penguins. Yeah. <laughs> And that's hockey talk. (laughs) And that's hockey talk. Uh, Combine coming up. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of things happening. A lot of chit-chat happens here in Indianapolis. There's a lot of tampering. Agents talk to owners. Owners talk to GMs. Players even come talk to people. Indianapolis is just a backdoor meeting paradise this week during the Combine. Mm -hmm. On Thursday's show, we will chat with Chris Ballard, who has over $100 million to spend next year. I'll be excited to see who's... Who's back door? He's been sneaking in. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You said it. Let's go crazy. Yeah, me. You said it. You you were thinking it. You you said it though. Yeah, we were. And then he he and you said it. That's coming on Thursday. I'm excited for that. Uh, a lot of big news in the NFL normally comes out of Indianapolis. Yeah, buddy. Right? A lot of things. Rules get changed this week. There's a lot of conversation about rules being changed. There's free agents that come out of here, trades that come out of here, players draft stock plummet plummets out of this. Some people shoot up like a rocket or a KGB. What is it? Oh, no, RPG. RPG. Yep. Or rocket. Doesn't go through people. <laughs> oh, boy. It's a something propelled grenade. Forget the R. Rocket That's, propelled no, grenade. It <laughs> <laughs> it's a rocket. It's a rocket Classic, launcher. Tony. <laughs> A-train. 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 I learned today during golf that Diggs is, you're called A-train. Uh, there was a human this weekend who did call me A-train, yeah. <laughs> Diggs' okay. other friend group calls him A-train. Oh, my God. I don't hate it. Another I don't hate friend. the A-train at all. One of, the girlfriend, one of my girlfriend's friends from back in South Bend was in town for the weekend mm. and celebrated her birthday. Happy birthday, by the way. Mm-hmm. Very happy birthday. Apparently, I did not make it. I wish I could have went. Apparently, he calls me A-train. I don't remember it, but apparently it happened. Oh I, Well, I heard about it today. Whenever we were playing a little game of golf, you hit a ball and... Uh, Old Ty Schmidt goes, okay, A-Train. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost fucking stopped. I was like, why have we not called it? I don't mind it. But I don't think you should. I think A-Train's a pretty good little name there. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Get out of your way. No, normally when the nicknames come, I like going uh, to the old tone route, but I could do A-Train. Is A-Train available on Twitter? Oh! Maybe put a Z at the end. Nope. A-Trains. A-trains. <laughs> nope. Trying to get rid of that Z. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, a lot happening here in Indianapolis. I'm excited to hear. Uh, go ahead. Anyway, maybe I'll talk to Phil tomorrow when he's here. But I think I need your approval as well. Blessing is the word. Maybe I get a, I get a couple hundreds from you guys. I go to the bartenders at the top ten steakhouses down here. Yeah, the they hear they hear anything going on at the bar. They text me. Scoopsy oh. Digsy's back. Oh, that's oh. good. Oh. Oh. A train TMZ. Scoopsies. <laughs> 
A train, A train, gassing up the A train. I mean, no one's gonna hear more this week than the bartenders. The bartenders are the number one yeah. source for information this week. A lot of drunk people saying a lot of things. Normally, coaches get caught in alleys, pissing, puking everywhere. They mm-hmm. get welcomed back to their hotel rooms. I get thrown in solitary confinement. Yeah, Interesting little situation. Who's your hospitality? Real thing, I guess. Might be cheaper just to get you in undercover as a bartender at one of the big bars. Oh, A train. Sleep some drinks, oh. gather some intel. I can make like four drinks. Bro. That's all you need? What are you talking about? I've seen the places yeah. y'all motherfuckers go to. You don't need, <laughs> you don't need that deep of a roll of yeah, where we go to, not where coaches go to. Oh, yeah. that They go to exact... They actually go to smaller... They they try to disappear in town. Don't be at the OTB. Yeah, you stumble oh, into... Oh, oh the horse oh, betting. Yeah. You stumble in some places that you've never been in your life in Indianapolis Combine Week, and you're just like... Is that Jerry Jones? <laughs> <laughs> Is that real? I think I'm hallucinating. Yeah, it's kind of like the fucking Bradley Cooper and the, uh, <laughs> the thing, but it really, that is real, yeah. There's a video of Dean Blandino hopping off a Jerry Jones bus yep. going into fucking Revel here, and it caused <laughs> quite a scene. <laughs> caused quite a scene on the air. Indianapolis is electric this week. I kind of want to have Zito a correspond down there. Uh-huh. Can um, I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who's going to film it or who's going to edit it. But I'm going to just do this. Oh, the selfie cam. Can we send Zito to scope out the good rub and tugs for Robert Kraft? Oh, I should. Oh. Zito's brain changes when he gets, like, when you In ask front him. of a camera. Yeah. I know. That's why. He's I, not Zito. I've been trying to figure out a way to just film him, but, like, from afar. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, when you tell Zito to interview somebody, it's just, like, normal ask human questions. Oh, okay. That's crazy. Where are you from? <laughs> I Zito feel like I have some good questions. You do, whenever you're not actually questioning anybody like oh. you know what i mean yeah we you gave a couple shots at the zito cast and boy it was a little <laughs> bit different than like what yeah. happens naturally so we kind of got to film you like impractical jokers i like that yeah but like i the, just don't know the not there. the cast of the impractical joke we're talking about like the other people <laughs> that don't know what's going on so we will have two we just gotta like scope out of like a truman show type setup yeah. for you <laughs> and just film you and and have you wait like, did i find my niche Truman uh, Show? I think we found it for you. But yeah. yeah, you found it. <laughs> hey, what if you just uh, built a diner next door, bring, oh. bring with cameras, Zito's just the bartender there, or the whoever's we behind the counter? We make a fake bar? Mm-hmm. Hold Not a bad uh, play. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Sign a release in here. Yep. You're about to get peppered with questions by the diner's waiter. <laughs> <laughs> just go with it, all right? We're filming it all. Uh, come sure. on in, sit down. Look at you had a hard day. What do you do? Oh, bricklayer. I worked on a cruise ship once. <laughs> <laughs> Bricklayer Diner in Puerto Rico. Oh, you've been to Puerto Rico. Is that your favorite place to go to? Zito's balls deep in the most intriguing interview or conversation mm-hmm. oh, a human classics. has ever had in their entire life. You ever take apart a calculator? Great show today. Mm-hmm. A lot of conversating. Oh, yeah. Nothing's as great as the wallet I choose to use, though. You know what wallet I use? We talk about this. All the time. This is the Ridge wallet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Ridge is a minimalist front pocket wallet that helps you reevaluate your everyday carry. Launched by a father-son team and funded on Kickstarter in 2013, the Ridge now resides in the pockets of over a quarter of a million men. Wow. Foxy, that's more than... What are you asking? This kid's brain, bro. Quarter, quarter of a million. Oh, 250,000 people. I thought you were asking for like a reference to a quarter million. That's more than... Oh, boy. Yep. Can't go on vacation. (laughs) 
<laughs> Kids not cut out for vacations. <laughs> Let's call back to the earlier ad read. Unbelievable. I don't know what's going on. Over a quarter of a million men have the ridge in their pocket. The RFID blocking wallet is made by two metal plates, either titanium, carbon fiber, or aluminum, bound together by a durable elastic band. Bands will also make her dance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But your pockets will be happier when you have the minimalist ridge wallet in there. Because it's thin, it's a front pocket wallet, so you're not adjusting your hips, it's not sitting on it weird, it's quick in and out, your cards and everything's stored there. Also, it gives you a chance to go through your wallet and be like, don't need this, don't need this. It's time to move forward and be a front pocket wallet having some bitch. Mm -hmm. I know the reason now why my brain's not working. I have one of those old style wallets that are so big and bulky and it's in my pockets right now. It's all I can think about so my brain can't function. That's why I didn't get the $250,000 reference. You good? (laughs) (laughs) I really would like a Ridge wallet though. I don't have one. You guys all have them. I'm jealous. Now remember when we first got this deal, there's only one person in the office and that person told me that if I need a quote about how great it is, just to ask him. <laughs> and what was it, Ty? I'll tell you what, Pat. This wallet is one heck of an item. So if, if, if you need me to let him know, I surely will. <laughs> That's a ringing endorsement. It's real, though. The Ridge Wallet has changed my life. It's literally in my pocket right now. You'll enjoy it as well. Get 10% off today with free worldwide shipping and a lifetime guarantee by going to ridgewallet.com forward slash Pat. That's R-I-D-G-E-W-A-L-L-E-T.com forward slash Pat and use code Pat. That's ridgewallet.com forward slash Pat. Use code Pat. 10% off free worldwide shipping. Back to the show. Anyways, uh, the rules committee will be meeting, and we got a chance to catch up with a guy who knows all about the rules. And he also just so happens to be one of the most electric human beings of all time. And also, definitely not from the country I thought he was from. (laughs) You'll see. I have quite a moment here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Top Golf in Atlanta, Georgia Super Bowl week, day three of our Wrangler Celebrity Charity Shootout. The current leader is Bruce Arians at 150. Carissa Thompson has 110. And Harrison Phillips pulled out 99 out of his ass. This morning is a man that is a one-stop shop for all you need to know when it comes to refereeing in the NFL. He's an Italian guy. He's got great slicked back hair. He's dressed in all black today, basically, except for his belt, which I believe is brown. That's a wild situation. It's a black belt. I hey, was it's wrong. It's a black belt. B, I'm Portuguese. I'm not even Italian. <laughs> I had a linguiça sandwich this morning. Let's go back to the beginning. He's a Portuguese man. Uh, honestly, we all thought you were a paisan. We were very excited. We thought you were in the Italian club. Uh, the Portuguese club's much better than that, anyways. Ladies and gentlemen, Fox Rules expert Mike Pereira. Hey. Hey. I am not a golf expert, though. I'll tell you what, as I watch you warming up. You are incredible. Uh, do you feel like this is going to be a game for you today? Well, first of all, you understand I'm an official. So 
It's hard to beat a coach who's known for cheating. So, you know, how am I going to get past Arian? <laughs> Yo, you saying, oh bro? Oh, my gosh, he pushes the envelope like unbelievable. How? How, Are does, you kidding how me? does Bruce Arians push the envelope? Oh, you know, he knows every little. He was on the competition committee for him. So he knows how to take advantage of little schemes and where to hold and where not to hold. Oh, wow. You know. Conspiracy out here. How do, do, how do you do in the broadcast booth? I get, I don't know, but he's back on the field now. Oh, shot I mean, fired. I can, I can take these shots at him now. He's, you know, when I worked for the league, I couldn't do it. But, ah, oh, geez, call me every week to complain. Yada, yada, yada. Mike, I told this story yesterday. Bruce Arians used to chew out the high school officials that would come to practice. Like at, in Indianapolis, these high school yeah. officials would throw a flag or something, wouldn't throw a pass interference. Bruce would sprint down and let them know how terrible they were. He's not the biggest fan of the refs, and I'm happy to hear on the other side, you guys hate him as well. Not the biggest. He's not the biggest <laughs> fan of the refs. Not the biggest. I have a question. Is yes. referee... A bad term? You said official a couple times, and I continue to say... Well, no, see, referee is the guy that wears the white hat. Everybody else are officials, you know. That's why I see. I just learned something. You got ump you've got got an umpire, you got a line judge, you got a down judge, you got a side judge, you got a back judge, you got a field judge. And there's only one ref. one referee. He's the guy that turns on the microphone and... He's in charge of everything. Yeah, and he, like, announces in New Orleans, sorry, we missed that one. Um, <laughs> No, let's go back. All right, well, you hit your first one. You got 10 balls. Uh, you want me to start already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I will continue to hopefully learn more about officiating and your world. We'll talk a, about the special teams game. Hey, is there any way you guys will ever change the rule, block in the back rule? You, not you guys because you don't work for the league anymore, but do you think the league will ever change the block in the back rule on returns? To make it what? To make it just a little bit looser. Like, hey, just a little Like, granted, if it's a little, it's, if it's a hand, let it. Let it go, but if it's a blatant block in the back, you got to call but it. Why, if you're behind, if you're if you're in a chase, why would you even touch a guy? Why even make the referee make a decision when you're here and you're the guy? And I just put my hand. Up. Why do it now? The, now the officials got to judge. You know, is it enough? Is it not? Well, this guy's running a four two forty. This guy's running like a, a four eight, three four <laughs> eight four forty. But it does happen at a high speed. You know, no, it's, I know. It's a little bit I different. I, I I actually would like to make it a personal foul, fifteen yard penalty. Then what? I. Then I think guys wouldn't do it. Oh, so you're like, let's punch them harder so they learn so they not won't do to do it. it. Then they won't do it. You know, sometimes it is a player safety thing when you blow a guy up on the back, but other times, like you say, it's just to push it. But that's all it takes sometimes. You get it right at the point of attack, and all it takes is just this to get the guy. You're weak, man. You are weak. I'm hitting my first. Hey, it's a practice huh? bus. We've had too long. What if it counts? It what if I count. make it like in a hole right in the middle? Waste this one. No, 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 no. Don't do that because we've had some situations here. Bruce Aarons got screwed out of a 50 buck. He did? Okay, well, yeah, I'm going to go for the green. I think. Oh, you stroked a beautiful one, too. That's landing right in the middle of that. Oh, my God. That would have been a great way to start. It's a shame. It's a practice ball. Those types of things happen, Mike. <laughs> Those types of things happen. Did you, like, get practice? You didn't get practice. I did, Kicks I, and practice stuff in football games. Hey, every once in a while, you guys would make a call that was fake. We'd have to re-kick, and then it, it would happen. It was a break of practice round. You know what I mean? How much did you get fined? Did you get <laughs> not for, you for, got fined. You did get fined. I had a helmet to helmet operation there on Sunday Night Football. I got on a, the sideline hit. Yeah, yeah. He was smaller than me though. I thought it was good technique. You guys was it worth the money? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> potential, potential sore body for a month after that, Mike. All right, now you're up. Now we're ready to roll. Oh, man. Let's go. You wasted a, a, a... No, you didn't waste one. You just showed yourself the right way to go. Portuguese man. <laughs> Learned that earlier. Portuguese do play golf. 
Where are okay, you from? Now the heat's on. I'll shank it. No, no. You'll be, you got no, ten balls. You can right shank it. in the middle of the hole. Even better for Mike Pereira. Dead center for Mike Pereira. 20 points to start this thing. You're on your way to a 200-point round at least. Good pose. Hold the pose. If you see, the hair looks fantastic. He looks slender and slim. He's a TV guy now. I had now. to use a lot of gel this morning, though. Is that your go-to, the gel? Oh, God, the heavy stuff. Yeah. You're this on is a Portuguese natural. You know, like, it just, like, goes everywhere. You're on TV a lot. They got you your own little box, too. You have that Mike Pereira box in L.A.? I know. And, and then, what am I done? No, Can I quit. No, you got Where's nine. Where's my score? You got right there. You got twenty right now. You see it on TV right here. Oh. Can I hit the same shot? Every yeah, for ten straight times. That's actually probably the best strategy. Really? Yeah. Oh, if I could beat Bruce Arias. Oh my God. If I could, like, I would find him down here today, yeah. and I'd find him and say, "I kicked your." Ass yeah, and you golf. Yeah. You can hit it 10 miles, but she could no. I'd send him a text too. I'd say, hey. Thank you. Mike Pereira, official, kicked your ass today at I've Top always golf. wanted to. Yeah. I've always wanted to kick his ass. Today's the day, Mike. Look at this. Today is the day, Mike. Oh, come on. This one's, come on, Bruce. This one's for Bruce. Uh oh, it's short. No, I think you're in a good spot. You're points, still gonna get but points. It's short. Still gonna get points. Oh no. Still gonna get points. That was an eight pointer. You're at 28 points. The more you make, the more the points duplicate. The more you make, the better you feel. So, you Mike, what, what are some hobbies of yours? What? What are some hobbies? You are your obviously fishing. Fishing is my favorite thing to do. Golf is my second. And raising money for veterans is my third. Yes, let's get to that. This is for charity, $10,000. Oh my God, he's just a consistent swing. That's gonna be a good score there, Mike. There's 12 more, you're at 40 already, three balls into this thing. You are well above the pace of everybody else. Prince of Makamura is in dead last with 24. See, actually, I wouldn't mind, King. If my score anywhere could touch Carissa. That's the goal? Yeah, I just like to, even if it's just like on a nameplate, if I could touch Carissa. You just touched Carissa right there. I saw that. I did. Yep. I, mean, I, I kissed her earlier. I love her. She's fantastic. Fox was great hire. What'd you ask me? I forget. I don't, I don't think I remember either. I, I, I just watched you kiss a, uh, a piece of paper I kissed here. a piece of card. Yeah, but it brought you a lot of luck, Mike. One of my better ones. <laughs> Have you seen your picture that we're putting up here yet? No. No. I think you're going to want to kiss that, too. You're a handsome Is it man. with or without makeup? Okay, you want me to hit again? Yeah. Can I go for the same thing? I'm you can do roll. the same thing hit it 10 times target. in a row. He gets a kiss from oh, a cardboard no. Carissa. Get down. And he continues to just garner points here at Top Golf this morning. That was a 12-point shot. You're Are they going to accuse me of being weak because I'm just going no. for the... this is smart. Because it won't say on there, right? No, yeah. Hey, listen. If you bank a kick in, nobody tells that in the score sheet. Nobody knows that. If you bank a, a basketball shot in, nobody says this was a bank. It was a miss, but it went in. Nobody like says Like when you miskicked it and it bounced 20 yards after it hit the ground and you took credit for a 52-yard punt or something? Every yard counts, Mike. Every single one. Did you enjoy punters and kickers? Actually, I love special teams. I did. I had special teams meetings with all the coordinators one year because I didn't understand it. I mean, okay. I never understood the special teams yet. I never understood the blocking concept and the difference of, a, of an offensive player grabbing a guy and throwing him to get downfield, the release to get downfield. Were you a football opposed, guy growing up? 
uh-uh. Again, this body, this body was like 135 in high school. So I went out one time, I went out one time to practice, the first, first practice with pads in high school my sophomore year. And a guy hit me right in the hip. You gotta be kidding me. Next day, I was on the free throw line in the gym. <laughs> shooting free throws. That's enough. I said, that's enough. It but my dad was an official, so that's how I got like started in this thing. It was a shot to Kinda. the hip that led to Pereira's hoops It dreams. still hurts. I have weak pain tolerance. But I can hit this target. Uh, oh, you're gonna no, get it's points, weak. but not as good as your last couple no, shots. It's weak. You're gonna get points, not as good as your last couple shots. So the Pereira family is an officiating family. You're at 60 right now. Four balls in. My dad, yeah, my oh, dad. Oh, five balls in. Sorry, five, five balls, balls in. Sixty yeah. times. Oh, I have now. I have to. Uh, you have to go. You have to continue to get points. I have to get more points. Yeah. yeah. My dad was an official in college, and then when I was in college, a guy asked me if I wanted to officiate, and I said no. I mean, I was going to Santa Clara. I said I don't want to officiate. He said why? I hear your dad officiates. I said I don't want to officiate. I have no interest whatsoever in officiating. The guy goes. Well, but your dad, I said, maybe it's because I've seen my dad abused, you know, that By I don't want to do that by fans and yep, coaches. Absolutely. And so I said, I don't want it. The guy said, it's Pop Warner football in East Palo Alto, Ravenswood High School, three games, 10 bucks a game cash Whoa. in your pocket, 1971. I said, I always wanted to officiate. <laughs> so I went on the field to get 30 bucks cash. And you know where I ended up? The NFL. Hitting balls with you here at this place. <laughs> a 30-buck investment, which went to all beer money, by the way. I respect that. I have a question, Mike. Yeah? Officials have nobody rooting for them, except None. for their family. None. Not even None. their family. Not even their family. The guys in New Orleans, their families even don't like them. But, <laughs> yeah. All right. No, I don't. You what happened? Hard. What the hell happened there? I understand everything's fast. It's boom, boom, boom. Does the NFL have to change the rules that you can review blatant stuff like that? Does it make the officials I'm, in bad I'm position? I'm sick of review. I'm really sick of You don't of like it. it. I, I, well, I, I'm, I'm okay with replay, but not to extend it to where it is, to where we go. Are we going to review pass interference? There's a simpler solution. What is They're really, you know, you got seven guys on the field. College has eight, by the way. I just want an Fun eighth fact. guy. I just want an eighth guy who instead of on the field, his feet are in a little booth, okay. and he's got little video equipment in front of him. He gets to see the TV shot live and run it back, and he just treat him like the eighth member of the crew, and if he sees something right away, player safety or pass interference, like at the end of the game, he just calls down to the referee and says, hey, I got the shot, it's interference on the Rams, put the ball at the six yard line, it's first down. And he doesn't have to no go over No replay stop, no nothing, play on. And that little surface thing is this big, it's this big. Oh yeah, but that, that little surface. There's a jumbotron sur that's a hundred yards you, big right but there. But you can't look, they tell you, don't look at the jumbotron. So all the time the coaches are going, look, look at you, and I can't look. Why can't they I look, can't because look. it looks bad? Well, big, yeah, because it looks bad, and you can't use that. Damage is already done anyways. So give an eighth official and put him up in the box. And if, like, he sees player safety thing, like if he sees your kill shot on the sideline of a 140-pound guy and they don't call it, then they can, they can call Semantics. down and say, hey. We don't need to know his size. We don't need to know his size in that particular It was sport. a good shot. Thank you. How much was it? Uh, it was only, it was, uh, I think it was just 15 or so. It was small. Small, just small. It was small. It was only 140. I think it was 14,000. 14,000? Yeah, I think it was small. I was gone by then. I wouldn't have fined you. 
That's very nice of you, Mike. I would not have done it. Were you a finding? Were you in charge of finding people? No. I'll, all I would do is I would tell them. Back in Gene Washington was there. Okay. Before Merton Hanks, and um, I would tell them that it's illegal. So if I said the act was illegal and a foul, then I would send it up to them and they'd make the decision. Got so, you. So you're just doing your job. That's all I did. You're not the guy taking people's money. That's not in, you. In your case, I would have said clean hit. <laughs> it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> hey, you're in a good run right now. Five balls in, 60 points. The stroke is back. Whoa. The stroke is good. He's going to get points, not as many as he. Oh, it took a good bounce for you, though, there. 12 points there, 72. Let's go, Mike. Let's go. You're going to get on the board. Well, you're at 72. You How got many shots do I have left? Four? Four. You're, you're well on your way here. They're going to multiply. They're going to continue to multiply. I think maybe, just something to think about, you have a very consistent swing. Maybe Strategy. Are you phoning a friend right now? Hello? <laughs> Siri! <laughs> what do you mean? <coughs> I, if I'm you, what club is that there? That's a nine iron. You want me to hit a five iron into the blue? Yeah, I think that's the play. I think that's the play because you'll get more points. You have a good swing too, so it shouldn't be a problem. I think you're trying to protect Carissa or somebody. Who, Bruce Arians? You don't want me to get to the leaderboard here. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go blue. I will say I am. Oh, what am I going, blue or am I going to, I'm going to, how far is blue? The 150. That ain't nothing to you, Mike Pereira. That ain't nothing. When you get into TV, did you ever get nervous that whenever you talk on that microphone, like, it can immediately backfire like that carry guy? <laughs> I still do get nervous. Every time? Pretty much. Because it's a lot of pressure on you. Well, it's just like now I'm in the business of predicting what they'll do. You know, and when I first started my first year with Fox, they gave me... They gave me all the obvious ones, you know. So you have a catch at the sideline, and they ruled it incomplete. And you see he's got control here, and he goes one, two, three, and out of bounds. And they ruled it incomplete. So then I'd come on and say, yeah. oh, hey, that's a catch. You got three feet down. And then Twitter would say, oh, Captain Obvious, you're really adding a lot to the, to the broadcast. It's no winning I for really you. love Twitter. But then, after I got all those easy ones, they're like going, hey, Pereira's 34 for 34. Well, of course I would be. They didn't give me the tough ones, and then they... So about year three, they said, okay, enough of that. We're not going to put you on unless you can add something. So then I just got like... Oh, that was a real conversation, though? Yeah. And then I got all the tough ones. And then if they didn't do what, you said. what I said they should do, then people jumped on my ass and said I was wrong. <laughs> Well, why, why, why all of a sudden are the officials right then when they do it? Or New York is right making the decisions. Do officials have beef with you? Huh? Do officials have beef? Is there Sometimes. any officials that... Sometimes. You know, seriously, you have to have a big ego to do that, to, to officiate, because you get abuse all the time. All the and, time. And you're right. You said when you walk out in the field, you have no friends. And you get less friends as the game goes on. People hate you even more. There's nothing positive, but so you have to have a big ego to take, you know, to handle that. And so, if you say they're wrong, they have a hard time agreeing. Yeah, you're attacking that them. you're wrong. That's yeah. a personal attack. And and they're they're not so bad with me because I did it. I mean, I officiated on the field, and then I ran the program for essentially 12 years, so I know it. And so they and I never use what I call bad words, if they, if they miss something. I never say blown, horrible, 
You know, I don't say Those that at all. Those are trigger words. Those are trigger words. Yeah. And so, I, I, I mean, I respect them. They're my guys, and I know how tough it is. And what, for what, what hurts them, though, and what used to make me mad, too, is when guys have never done it before. Like me. Just lash out at you like and go, or, you know. Like me or Bruce. You, know, you go, you suck, and you want to go, you couldn't even kick the ball 20 yards. You yeah, want to go back right. at them. But, right, right, right. you know, but. Yeah. You know, when you're not, when somebody hasn't done it, it's hard to take the abuse. Have you seen the hockey refs? They do chirp. I love the hockey refs. They chirp back. I love the hockey Yeah, refs. they like talk shit. They're like, nah. Oh my God, they're unbelievable. Yeah. I wish I could do that. Got him, Steve Walcom is their head of officiating. Love him. He's like, he's tough. He was, a, he was one of the refs too. And, and it's like, it's open season. I mean, they F-bomb each other. I would have loved, would have loved to have done that to a few coaches. <laughs> Uh, Bruce Arians, who's currently nah, in the league, Bruce, is well. one of them. We got a new club. Four balls left. With a piping shot to a deeper hole. What a bomb from Mike Pereira. 16 points there, 88. Now, we, now we're making some plays. Now we're making some plays, Mike. Down with Tebow. Tebow's down. Get him off the board now. Trip <laughs> that name off the board. I'm not going to be here for long. I want to see my name on the board. We Get it off. Oh, I'm like, who do I got next? It's Tim T. That's Marquette King. Uh, he's meat. He's dead. I'm working my way toward Carissa. You already have, Mark. You have 88. He actually is. I have 88? Yes, you have 88. That's 86. You are currently right below Harrison Phillips, one spot away from Carissa Thompson, which I know is big for you. So let's go ahead and make that happen, Mike. Come on, get your little stroke going. Let's go, Portuguese golfer. Let's fucking make it happen. I thought Arians might be back. <laughs> Checking his surroundings like a ninja, Mike Pereira. He's lining it up now. We're on the we're on the back nine here. Three balls left. Eye it down, Mike. <laughs> Just like a putt there, Cuzzy. Come on. <laughs> Ball Mike. has a tendency to go left. Hey, Mike, you're an electric human being, man. An electric human being. 88. After lining it up, it's pin seeking. Pump, 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 pump. Oh, a little short there. You get a good bounce. You probably would have got a little bit more. Only eight points there. You're at 90. I got it in the thing and only eight points. Well, it was on the outside of the thing. You see, if you get it deeper into the thing, you get more points. You still got two balls left, though. You're sitting pretty here to take at least third place. You're 14 away from here. You get it. 54. Just... Oh, the big stick's coming out. Is that what we're thinking here? Oh, a couple, a couple of little side eyes there from Mike Pereira. I think he's up to something, possibly cooking right now. He's brought out the big stick. Mike Pereira's going long. Two balls left. The old bird box in New Orleans. Bruce Arians said you're all terrible. Take your anger out on the ball. Hit it so far to the wall. Where are you going, man? I thought we were going to get mad at the ball. I thought we were going to hit the hell out of it. We're going down now. What just, was that my fault? Excuse me. Is that because of me? I was trying to get you mad there. I told you what my goal was. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, I all right. Border, all right. I want to be next to Carissa. I know this is strategy. All right, I got it. There's certain things like... 
All right. I have no future with Bruce Arians. <laughs> I think you do, actually. You just don't know it yet. He's coaching for Tampa again. I would love to hear his press conferences. We got Mike Pereira out there in the fucking TV booth. Okay, I'm, how many points do I have? You have 96 points right now. Question is, do I want to be below or above Carissa? That's a great question. We're going to learn a lot about you, Mike, right here in these next couple of shots. We're about to learn a lot about you. Oh, that was poor. Old Portuguese Pereira coming through. Two balls left. He's going back to the original strategy. Oh, that's a great shot. That is a great shot. 16 points are at 112. You are right on top of Carissa Thompson. Well below Bruce Arians, though, Mike. Well below. Hey, you can catch. Yes. Yes, you can, you Mike. You like, think I had no strategy? You th I think you can, Mike. There is energy coming. Mike Pereira has a chance to hit a 50 bomb to take the lead here for charity, which is what you're all, you're all about. This is for charity. $10,000 to charity here, Mike Pereira. You give scholarships to Put vets. B.A. on this. B.A. Badass Bruce Arians. What else could B.A. stand for for him? Uh, he... His nickname whenever he was a child was SQ Smooth, Esquire Smooth. Really? He still wears the Kangol New Era hats. Okay, Carissa, I'm guaranteed unless I put Bruce Arians on top of you. Bruce Arians has been on top of Carissa here for at least a day. Something you should think about. Checking the shaft. That a boy. Okay, baby. I think it's a great shaft. A strong shaft. A Bruce long Arians shaft. Bruce gave me the shaft many times. <laughs> And he pipes it! Land right in the middle of that hole! Oh my god, it might happen, Mike. 142 points, you only got oh. 30 there. Heartbreaker for Mike Pereira. Heartbreaker just like for Drew Brees in the NFC Championship game when the refs refused to call pass interference. That is what just happened to Mike Pereira. Very I think I got screwed the same way. <laughs> Mike, second place still garners a $2,500 check to charity, so you're still in a good position. You're above Carissa, but Bruce Arians is definitely right there on top of you. Like, I feel like most of, most of your relationship with him. This has been a beautiful situation. Mike, what a show you put on. 30 points. I should have hit the, I should have followed your advice the first time. I tried to help. Man. I didn't care. Then I wouldn't have been over Carissa. Yeah, look, you, you ended up in the perfect spot. It's you and a D lineman from the Buffalo Bills surrounding, and then uh, Bruce Arians right there on top of you. Just so, and another one. What a gentleman. Honestly, what an absolute gentleman, Mike Pereira. Incredible performance out of you. Thank and you I, very and much. I mean that. Uh, you're probably the most hilarious human I've ever encountered in my life. You haven't encountered many people then. I am a little bit of a recluse. I should have bounced the ball in like that guy did. You guys here, they were throwing balls. They're like, they call this toss golf, your guys here. They don't, they don't, they're, they're like, they're like, 
too chicken to grab a club and hit a ball. That guy goes, We've been here for three days, but there's been a lot of clubs. We've been posted up here for like eight hours a day for three days. We're about sick of this. Why don't you come out to my three piece suit ball game, football game today? You can punt the ball. Okay, you know? I would love to. I wasn't invited, obviously. I invited you to my thing. You didn't invite me to your thing. But that three piece suit game is something for charity. If you would like to look right here, oh. what is it for? What do you do? We actually have a, a foundation that um, we give scholarships to veterans to become sports officials in their communities. We started it two years ago. Awesome. And we've got 183 vets now that are refereeing all different sports, from hockey to, to uh, soccer and, and uh, Rochester, New York, to San Diego, California. You know, I found that, and I really kind of figured this out a little too late. I wish I'd have figured it out when I was still working for the NFL. But veterans can make great officials because they oh, don't yeah. have any fear, for one thing. Well, and they're, they're not gonna, making decisions. Well, and, the, and, and, you know, they had to concentrate. It's teamwork, you know, fearless, all that stuff that makes good officials. And so we started this program. And, I mean, and hopefully in a few years we'll have some guys that will actually move on to the NFL. But I So we're having this game to, to today in Atlanta. It's going to be great. Three-piece foot, uh, football. And Everybody wears suits. I'm reffing it. And the money goes to, I guess maybe because the uh, the game sponsors Tito's Vodka. So that's another thing that attracted me to it. Yeah, it's the vodka. But so all the proceeds go to Pets for Vets and to our foundations, Battlefields to Ballfields. Well, incredible work. The Portuguese man with a black belt on. I was about to question everything. Brown about you. belt? Yeah, I, I was about to. What did he say? A brown. <laughs> Wait, let's just do it this way. Let's just. Can we just put it like that? Like, honestly. Honestly, Can you tell? Like, I don't I'm, know if your cardboard. I don't know if your cardboard is is worthy of that. What just happened there? Are you leaving? I mean, where are you going, Mike? There's literally a seat right here, Mike. I know, but I just want to. Oh yeah, how about that? You sign lefty, swung righty, the ambidextrous. I'm an official. I was always confused. <laughs> How's your jumper? You shoot well? Oh, horrible. You said you. Horrible. Here, you want us to do this? Yes. We'll move Timmy Tebow down for you. Marquette goes down. We have a new silver medalist here at the Wrangler Celebrity Charity Shootout. You're, uh, you'd be up here, though. You're oh. up on yeah, yeah. Oh. We can do this for you if you'd like. If you'd like, man. Yeah, but you can. No. I, uh, no, uh, put her back. Yeah, it doesn't work. It's a real shame. I thought we could help you out there. No, is this too much for you? No, no, no. I think you're doing great. Look at you. Right where you needed to be. I mean, we look good together. <laughs> we, do. we do. All right, that's it for the Wrangler Celebrity Charity Shootout. Probably my new favorite human, to be honest. I wish they sold ref jerseys. Mike Pereira. That was fun.